What happens when patients are denied health care? How accountable are private hospitals? What is the role of health insurance? Can the community audit health insurance providers? Is right to food part of the right to health? Can India achieve universal health care, similar to countries like Canada, Australia, Thailand, or Brazil, where the entire population gets free care by public and private providers, paid for and regulated by the state? These are some of the questions we are going to talk about today in our conversation on Health for All in India. Among India's movements working tirelessly to achieve Health for All is SATI, or Support for Advocacy and Training in Health Initiatives. Sati has been a pioneer in the field of health rights advocacy, working to empower communities to hold public health services accountable. AID has collaborated with Sati for more than 15 years, from just a single project in Dahanu Block to a large-scale program in health rights advocacy covering more than 25 blocks in Maharashtra in collaboration with many local grassroots movements in rural and tribal regions of the state. AID also supports a collaboration among Sati, JSS, and CHARM, to promote health and health rights in Bihar. You can read more about all of these collaborations on our website, aidindia.org. Today, we will hear from three of Sati's leading health rights activists, Dr. Abhay Shukla, Dr. Nitin Yadav, and social worker Bhausab Ahir, in conversation with volunteers of Aid Health Cell. Yeah, so it's really great to be talking with all of you, uh, Dr. Bhagat, Asti, and Dr. Hima, our old uh, acquaintances and all, I think, uh, conversant with Sati's work to some extent. And um, Hari, Surain, and Prakash are probably um, new to me, but you must be, might have heard a little bit about Sati's work, and I'll try to, uh, we'll all try to elaborate a little bit on that. And of course, Arvinda. Uh, so, um, basically, so what a rural person actually faces when they travel maybe hundreds of kilometers from their village to seek this kind of care in a major city because that is the only place where the larger hospitals are located. So a person may travel from maybe a village in, uh, you know, Dhargao in Nandurbar district all the way to Nashik uh, just to get the care because there's no other hospital available. What kind of problems they face, then they go there, they may not be properly enrolled, they may not get the full, uh, they may be denied care in certain hospitals, they may have be double charged, they will be shunted around, all kinds of things happen. So that is why we feel that along with the internal accountability mechanisms which the government is trying to put in place, there's a very strong need for social accountability mechanisms also, which are lacking right now in the official setup. Sathi has been working for the last more than two decades, uh, primarily based in Maharashtra, but also with national linkages across the country on the issue of health rights. Um, and we are kind of pioneers in this area uh, in the sense that we have developed community monitoring, community accountability of public health services in rural areas as an activity, partly in collaboration with the government, partly as an autonomous movement across Maharashtra, which is now extending to nearly a thousand villages across Maharashtra. Uh, we also are, uh, we have initiated the entire patients' rights campaign, which focuses on patients' rights in private hospitals and private nursing homes, which is also a huge issue and relatively neglected, where a lot of exploitation, malpractices, overcharging, unethical care goes on. And uh, also, as Nitin mentioned, we also have a large program on nutrition, community action for nutrition can 
and nutrition rights as one of the key social determinants of health. And as Nitin will probably add, Nitin and Mao, uh, we can add about the whole process of multi-sectoral community monitoring and social audit, which we have now initiated. The support from AID over the last seven, so many years for our health rights work. And as Asti mentioned, <laughs> in previous um, phases, we have taken support from AID for the work in Madhya Pradesh, in Badwani district. Uh, for, um, in fact, support from AID stretches back almost one and a half decades, if I'm not mistaken, from our work of training community health workers in Dahanu, in uh, Thane district. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the current um, project, which probably is now, uh, there's a no-cost extension for that um, until March 2020, right. is uh, focused on basically uh, social audit and uh, community uh, monitoring activities relating to public health services. Uh, I think Nitin and Bao can add about that. So, um, in in the last couple of years, there have been some important developments, I would say, some negative developments and some positive developments, but both put together have, are leading to uh, what you can call a kind of churning in the health sector in India. And um, so, on one hand, public health services have been relatively weakened because of stagnant budgets and, um, you know, health human power uh, constriction, uh, you know, lack of appointment of adequate staff in public health facilities, inadequate medicines in many areas, etc, etc. So that emphasizes the need to continue uh, to develop community uh, initiatives around, you know, health rights related to public health care. Uh, but at the same time, another important development in parallel has been, and it's not, I, these two are interlinked actually under the current uh, national government um, is the expansion of health insurance schemes funded by the uh, by the government and where especially for hospitalization care people are supposed to go to um, you know empaneled hospitals which are empaneled either mostly private hospitals but also some public hospitals which are empaneled under the health insurance scheme so you might have heard about Ayushman Bharat under which there is this large a uh, national program called Pradhan Mantra, which covers 40% of the population, about 50 crore people. So, um, where people are supposed to get some kind of enrollment and then they are supposed to get at least hospitalization care for a large number of procedures in uh, hospitals, both private and public hospitals enrolled in the scheme. So, um, so we, uh, that is another in, very important area which has emerged where also there is a need for strong community accountability and social audit kind of work to ensure that people get their entitlements and those schemes are also looked at very critically because we feel that, you know, it's necessary to gather information and mobilize people and do advocacy also related to these health insurance schemes to ensure that people on one hand get their entitlements and on the other hand these schemes are reshaped in a much more uh, pro-public health direction compared to what they are right now. So I think I'll um, just conclude by saying that in the coming period uh, and as, as you mentioned that uh, the next phase would probably you know your discussion would start maybe sometime in January although we can probably give the proposal before that but uh, obviously people will be on holidays and also 
So that is okay because anyway, this phase will extend until, until March, the current project. Mm -hmm. So, but in the coming one year, we would like to sort of divide um, uh, or have a two-pronged strategy. One is continuing work on multi-sectoral social audit, uh, deepening and expanding uh, this process, which is not only health services, but also um, food security, uh, education, uh, maybe NREJ or other public entitlements um, in a few areas, maybe three, four areas. And uh, on the other uh, track, developing community accountability and social accountability processes related to these health insurance schemes so that people can claim their entitlements and get quality health care, especially for hospitalization care, while also, you know, raising the issues uh, related to these schemes. So I'll just, um, I'll stop there. Uh, Nitin and Bahu can add, uh, but maybe if there are any uh, questions or clarifications or comments from the rest of you, we can do that. This is just giving a brief background. I was just going to ask um, about the insurance schemes. Um, you know, do you have an idea of, of how many people are, are taking them? Uh, I mean, I guess this is part of what you want to study, but how many people are on the government health insurance scheme? How many people are, are getting private insurance? Uh, just and, and is any other body responsible for auditing these uh, the performance of these schemes? Yeah, I'll respond to that, but Hima, if you want to comment something else, okay. then I can maybe so, um, respond to that. So, yeah. Yeah. so about uh, this Bharat, uh, my question was, I briefly reviewed, it was a long report, well written out, and uh, I think uh, you had mentioned by that uh, what Sati is looking to do is looking at uh, how people are able to get the services that this scheme proposes, you know, for hospitalization and uh, such. Uh, but prior to getting hospitalized, I think this team is also looking to provide um, preventive services in the villages. They want to have the, you know, uh, kind of transform the primary health care centers and the sub-health centers into wellness, health and wellness centers. And uh, yeah. from what I read in that, they're going to put a lot of um, attention, and I don't know how the details kind of elude me at this point, but to pay attention to chronic medical conditions that they don't go to the next level. So are you, my question is, are um, you looking at that, you know, at the preventive services, how well they're being? I know that you're already doing that, right? That's part of it, but that it yeah. seems to me that that's where the strength needs to be, the big focus needs to be. But. Okay. I'm, I'm done, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah. So, great, both uh, quite relevant uh, questions. Um, so, just quickly, Arvinda, the scheme has been rolling out. Uh, today, I think uh, nearly 9 crore cards have been issued across the country to families. 9 crore family means about 45 crore people. And uh, by July this year, something like 36 lakh people had availed treatment. Now that number has gone up to nearly 60 lakhs, as I understand. Nearly 20,000 hospitals are empaneled, of which about two-thirds are private hospitals, and about one-third are public hospitals. So um, in that sense, it's quite a large-scale scheme. Um, 
of course it only deals with hospitalization so it doesn't deal with outpatient care it doesn't deal with also very basic secondary treatment but about 1400 procedures are covered under the scheme which is a reasonably substantial range of secondary and tertiary procedures mm -hmm. so um, that is the, but of course this is what is on paper or in the uh, you know this is what is the the framework what people are actually getting when they try to avail uh, their entitlements is a bit of a more variable story it is obviously not so <laughs> not such a, a great situation um, i mean i'll come to that maybe a little later but uh, it's a large and ambitious scheme and it is being rolled out with a on a major scale and because 40% of the population is covered so you know and which are basically the poorest people uh, according to the socio economic caste census so it is uh, it is being increasingly utilized hima and others you may be aware of the arogeshri scheme in andhra pradesh uh, right. that was a kind of precursor to this scheme so under the arogeshri scheme in andhra also about 80 to 85% of the population was covered for these kind of secondary and tertiary procedures <clears throat> so uh, this is a kind of upscaled version of that with a somewhat larger coverage of secondary procedures also it has a lot of problems uh, there are a lot of issues but it's it's an animal that we can neither ignore and nor accept in its existing form so that's why we have to mm. <laughs> we have to make it accountable and we have to develop a strong uh, rights based community mobilization kind of approach Uh, to deal with this whole entity, we cannot ignore it. And um, yeah, your other question was about Hima about health and wellness centers. So yes, we are very much involved in that. Actually, the government has set up uh, the Union, Union Health Ministry has set up a national kind of committee to deal with convergence under Ayushman Bharat. I am a member of that committee, and um, I am specifically. contributing to developing the component of social audit of health and wellness centers so we are very much engaged and the sathi team is also engaged in that the public health program and we are trying to uh, shape our community monitoring activity in the coming year around social accountability and social audit of health and wellness centers which you mentioned so that is something which hopefully we should be able to do with support from the government in some form it is very much on the agenda and we can share more about that as it as it rolls out uh, but the point is that social accountability of the health insurance schemes is something which the government is not interested in supporting uh, whereas from our point of view it is quite critical and that is why we were, we would prioritize that uh, while you know seeking support from aid so i think this is briefly a response to both of you yeah sure suren i saw that you had a question Yes, uh, I'm curious about uh, uh, for, for all of the social audits. How do you uh, gather uh, information from government agencies, from local district agencies? Uh, is it primarily through RTI, and how has that landscape changed over the years? Right. A question from Suren about how do we do the social audits? Nitin. actually uh i yeah, we prefer idea would be the last day because we uh, we are collaborating with local civil society organizations we have we, they have very deep rooted uh 
work in those communities as well as they have some alliance so because of civil society organizations having a deep root in the community there is uh, we usually they used to use their nuisance value for getting information but the last step would be the right to information that that is the last step we we prefer okay so uh, actually uh, civil society organizations are part of different committees which has been by the government for example village health nutrition committees so they have mandate to get the information that is one one way to get information second way is to re, uh, address or raise the issues related to the getting information in the gram sabha village council so there is another way to uh, to collect the information from the service provider and third is the way where the civil society organizations have uh, some uh, critical collaboration with service providers so they can ask they can go and ask information uh, in the form of formats or some questions so there are such ways of uh, asking information from from the आप भाई आपको कुछ जुड़ना है हेलो दे आर आल्सो पार्टनर ऑफ सीबीएमपी कम्युनिटी बेस्ड मॉनिटरिंग एंड प्लानिंग प्रोसेस यस कम्युनिटी बेस्ड मॉनिटरिंग एंड प्लानिंग दे आर आल्सो एंड दे आर आल्सो मेंबर ऑफ ब्लॉक लेवल डिस्ट्रिक्ट लेवल मॉनिटरिंग कमिटीज मेंबर who who is a member of the uh, block level district monitoring committee the civil society the activists of civil society are okay from civil society are right right yeah yes yeah, so i just add to what nitin and mau said uh, basically since community based monitoring and planning has been going on for nearly more than 12 years in collaboration with the government so our partner civil society organizations who are doing social audit they have a strong uh, network and uh, kind of a credibility both at the social level and also with the local officials despite they are working in a rights based mode so usually at least regarding health services and even probably regarding to some extent other services they are able to get a reasonable amount of information just by asking for it or by you know uh, persisting uh in a dialogue with the local officials but maybe in a few cases they might have to use rti but rti is more time consuming mm. so my hunch is that local services getting information is not such a big problem and i'm just wondering if you want to say something about you know this two pronged approach one being uh campaigning for universal healthcare as a right and two um auditing the uh, health insurance schemes yeah so um as you have mentioned and as we already you know kind of stated earlier that in india since 70% of health services are given by the private sector 
and about 30% by public health services. So we have to deal with both if we are working on health rights. We cannot ignore either, either of them. Public health services are very important and have been traditionally our focus of work. But we also have to tackle what is going on in the private sector. People are, you know, looted, cheated, exploited <laughs> in various forms in private hospitals. And that is why patient, our patients' rights campaign is also very important. So um, it's that is why we have adopted this two-track strategy, which relatively few organizations have actually. Most have been focusing on public health services only. Um, and um, our vision is of universal health care that basically all or the majority of providers, whether public or private, should be brought under a publicly organized system, which should be a universal health care system, which is organized and paid for by the state, as it is in Canada, UK, Australia, many other European countries, Scandinavian countries, and also Thailand, Brazil, uh, where the entire population gets essentially free health care, uh, both through both public and private providers who are paid by the state and also regulated uh, and controlled to a reasonable extent. Of course, U.S. is a very negative exception, which you all know about. Yeah. US, U.S. doesn't have a U.S.C. system, but many other countries do. So in India also, we need to move towards a U.S.C. system, and that will be possible. Maybe in 2020. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, given your current presidency, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, sometime in the near future, hopefully also so actually usc is a global agenda and it's it's as relevant for the united states states as it is for india for ordinary people so that is definitely our vision and that is our broader perspective but on the ground working with communities we need to tackle both these kinds of um, providers in in parallel or rather i would say in a synergistic way and the health insurance schemes are a kind of a combination in the sense that they are paid for by the government but a lot of the provisioning is by private hospitals. So it's a kind of ideal um, sort of place to uh, strengthen accountability of private providers because that is much more difficult with standalone private hospitals because they function in a commercial mode. If you are like a consumer, uh, you go there and if you don't want to take care, they just say, okay, you can leave the hospital. There's very little you can do to fight at that point of time. But in health insurance schemes, the private providers are paid before by the state. So people can demand rights in a much more assertive way. So it's a good kind of um, sort of entry point, I would say. And also a large, large area of um, provisioning now where people need to demand their rights and can actually work for their entitlements in a kind of a more effective way and a, in a realistic way. So that is why we are combining the patient's rights campaign and the rights in um, and entitlements in health insurance schemes on one hand with the social audit and community accountability of, uh, you know, frontline public health services and primary health care services on the other hand. So I think that's right. just reiterating yeah. more or less what I had already said, but putting it in a little broader context. And because um, in Janswastabhyan also, we just had a national coordinating committee meeting on 20th, just a few days back. Uh, 20th of November and there we had a, a strong suggestion first to develop the national patients rights campaign including a national public hearing on private hospitals which would be a unique uh, kind of event early next year 
and in fact um, i was going to raise that issue later that it would be great if we could do some separate kind of uh, crowdfunding for that event uh, with help from aid also but that would be a different activity it's like an event um, but we also discussed in a national coordination committee about uh, the need for a watch an organized uh, publicly funded health insurance watch across the country in various states because it's an emerging major phenomenon which has to be tackled and people need to get quality care uh, which is not going to be possible unless people are actually organized to demand their rights in in these health insurance schemes so i think i'll just right. conclude there and right. then we can go if there are any comments or questions we can have that and then we can go into the specifics Abhi, of the yeah. proposal um this is uh, harish from uh, beria so a uh, quick question so we are talking about community um oversight of this uh, this ayushman bharat health health insurance scheme does um the scheme itself come with some sort of accountability for private providers or is this sort of something that you know the community exclusively is uh, going to have to take up on its own that's a good question um you see if you see the documents uh, of the for the pmjy um the health insurance scheme um they talk about fraud control they talk about a helpline and they have put in place certain what we can call as internal accountability mechanisms so like many other things under the modi government there is a i would say a exaggerated um belief in that just digital you know information and internal bureaucratic accountability will solve most of the problems now uh, internal fraud control and uh, you know uh, some kind of internal accountability mechanisms are useful but they are not sufficient definitely not in a country like india this would be quite a pioneering activity actually and also quite relevant if we are able to develop social accountability processes even on a pilot scale uh, it would be very useful for many other groups also across the country